voices behind classic comedies such as Bridesmaids, Knocked Up and Trainwreck. Your new favourite rom-com is about to hit cinemas. I don't think I'm his type. He's like gay Tom Brady. Bros is setting the new bar for rom-coms and featuring an entirely LGBTQI plus principal cast is breaking the boundaries of cinema. Here to chat all about it, please welcome Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane. Good morning, guys. First of all, congratulations on a bloody hilarious film. These two bros really enjoyed themselves. Many laugh out loud moments. So, so well done. It's an absolute ripper. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks so much. This is the first time that a major studio has put out a gay rom com. Billy, you co-wrote it. Is this something you've always wanted to make, or did it, you know, come to you? What happened there? I grew up loving comedies and romantic comedies and. You know, like we just heard, it's produced by Judd Apatow, who's made all these hilarious movies like Bridesmaids and Trainwreck and 40-Year-Old Virgin, and never one about a gay couple and with an LGBTQ cast. And I thought that was a really exciting opportunity, and here we are. I mean, for the masses, it really does feel like a first of its kind, and it's so great. It goes without saying, there's obviously a lot of sex scenes in the film. Some are, like, nice, passionate ones. Others are, like, hilarious to look at. Um, Luke, behind the scenes, what's going on below the belt? We were thinking that the whole time. Is it, like, a nude, underpants, coloured sort of situation? Like, what's going on there? Oh, Liam, I'm so glad you're getting really to the heart of what everybody wants to know. Uh, yes, it's actually, there is something called a dance belt. Okay. And uh, yes, you wear it underneath your undergarments. And there's a fitting for that. So uh, I'm going to be auctioning it off on eBay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'd make a lot of money. <laughs> Feel free to totally pass on this one. But I was kind of wondering, and, and, and you know, maybe 100% professional, this has never happened in the history of cinema, but... As a viewer, you do wonder what happens if someone, you know, is getting too into it. Is there like a cart and we come back in five minutes? What happens there, Luke? Nobody ever asked this question to. I'm trying to think of a famous like straight oh. couple. Yeah, well, that would be dangerous. That would be, it would be dangerous. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the protocol is. There was not like a flare gun beside the bed. <laughs> the air. Yeah. I mean, the whole purpose of the dance belt yes. is that you don't okay. really feel each other. It adds some extra padding. <laughs> I see. I see. There's um, less dancing Once going in a on. while, though, not Luke, because he's a professional, but... There have been times when uh, you, you you get the sense someone's maybe enjoying it. <laughs> Honestly, I was more concerned that I had bad breath. <laughs> actually, yeah. Look, and you, the weird thing is you really don't get many comedies at all mm. in the cinema anymore. It seems like a, a sort of a thing of the past. So it's a bit of a breath, a breath of fresh air just yeah. to see something really funny. Um, and the film has some incredible one-liners. Billy, do you have a favorite from the movie? Is there one that you're most proud of that you're just like, man, I look forward to hearing that one every time? Um, uh, at one point, my one of my close friends in the movie, uh, a, a woman, uh, and she's telling me that I have to get over my hang-ups about masculinity and my insecurities about masculinity. And she points to her eight-year-old child and says you know you have to get over your issues half of the kids in brian's class are non-binary and i say well it's not fair because we had aids and they had glee (laughs) that always gets a really big laugh and i I think especially to people of a certain age around my age or older because it speaks to the generational difference between lgbtq kids growing up now who are thankfully walking into a not a perfect world, but a much more accepting world than the one that we walked into decades ago. And I and I like that in the movie as well, where there is obviously the, the family you're referencing there. Bros really is a first of its kind. Luke, what do you want people who watch the film to, to take away from it? 
I think so much of what going to a film is about is kind of learning a little bit more about people you don't know a lot about. It's, I think, why we go to movies. If we're open, um, we want to learn about people that we don't know a lot about. So it's for everybody, um, gay and straight, so that they can learn a little bit more. And maybe for the LGBT community, seeing themselves on a big screen. Mm. So... Yeah. It's one of those ones as well where even though the whole thing is, it's just a, la- a laugh a minute, literally. It really mm. is. But obviously, there's a lot of heavier things touched on there as well. And you, you really do feel like you're learning after watching it. And it sort of obviously, there's the museum aspect to it. So, you're reflecting a lot on the history and a lot of these stories that we've never heard before. But it does such a good job of weaving all of that stuff in. And it's fun uh, throughout the, the whole thing. Um, no, no spoilers, but near the end of the film, there is... A musical number, and Ben and I were, were having a bit of a wager. We're having a bet. Is that is that your real voice, Billy? Because I tell you what, mm. wow. Uh, yeah, thanks. That is, yeah. Um, <gasps> really? Yeah, and that actually, it's a funny story. I don't want to ruin it because people should see the movie, but that song, the genre of song, is uh, was inspired by... A conversation that Luke and I, Luke and Billy, not our characters, had yeah. off camera when I was just trying to get to know Luke and the type of music that he listens to. The truth is I like country music. Yeah, he <laughs> likes country music. And so without giving too much away, that inspired the song and the musical number in the movie. And yeah, I co-wrote the song um, and that's me singing it. I was actually, I grew up singing a lot and I was a musical theater kid and uh, that was very fun to do. And Billy also... Uh, for people that are interested in this, he sang it live. Like, oh, so no. actually sang it there. He didn't. Often when we see musical numbers in movies, it's lip syncing, and he actually sang it live. Wow. wow. Was that was that one of those things that you got to do? Actually, I know sometimes when they're filming movies, it's all jumbled around. Was that like a, hey, fun way to end? This is our last day on set? Or did you weirdly have to do that on like the first day, seeing in front of all these people? No. We actually, that song did not exist in the script when we started shooting the movie. Really? Um, a couple of weeks into shooting, Luke and I were talking about the different types of music we like. And that's when I got the idea for the song because it felt like, it always felt like my character needed to, you know, do something big at the end of the movie, you know, uh, to express his love for for Luke's character. And that's where... That's where we got the inspiration for the song. So actually, part of me singing it live just came from logistically, we did not have time <laughs> to go into a studio and record it because we were shooting the movie. So I basically had to sing it live. But it also made it easier as an actor, too. What yeah. we did film right off the bat, going back to dance belts, was the uh, sex scene. Oh, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> just let us right in. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we cannot stress enough. People need to get out to the cinemas and see this movie, bros. It's in cinemas October 27th. Boys, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks, Thank you. Man. Thanks, Liam.